Today's daf is daf Samech Vov. In Yuma, we learn again four shlemim for Yosef as real Ben Chaya Michal. <coughs> Yesterday we get down to the mission about halfway down on the page. Samech Vov Amral. Bolo Eitzel Samech Shalech. So now we come back to the Kohen has finished the uh, processes of the par and the soir of the sprinkling of the dam, and now he comes outside to the Samech Shalech. Uh, where is the Samech Shalech? Remember, originally when he did the Hagrala. He proceeded, left the, uh, the Sobershlech, he had put the red ribbon around the uh, head, around the, uh, the horns of the Sa'ir, um, <coughs> of the Sobershlech, and, um, and then he proceeded with the Avoda inside the Beis Hamigda, inside the Heichel, inside the Kodesh Kodeshim. Now he comes outside uh, to the Sobershlech, he turns his attention to the, let's call the Sar Lazazo, the one he sends away, and he puts his two hands on it, presses down, Umisvada, and he, um, and now he does the, the uh, the vidui, the confession. Uh, this is what he used to say. On Hashem, uh, he, he says, On Hashem, and the girsa is avu pashu v'chatu. Right? They um, they sinned willfully, and they rebelled, and they and they sinned uh, by mistake. Lefanecha amcha beis Yisrael, or chatu avu pashu. Well, the different girsas over here in the uh, Bach, the girsa is Kachoyomer on Hashem Chatu Avu Pashu, and he says it's from Acher Avu Pashu Chatu, right? That's the um, that's the girsa Avu Pashu Chatu, the girsa here in the Kahati in the Mishnayos. So they have sinned on uh, Hashem, please Hashem, and here again on Hashem Kaperna Lachatom on Hashem Kaperna or on a Bashem. Kaperna, uh, uh, please atone. Lavonos l'pshom chatom for the various sins. Shavu v'shabashem chashis with nech beis Israel that they have sinned before you. Am v'israel kakasubas Moshe avdacha like it says in Torah's Moshe, your your servant. Kivayom um, azad, <clears throat> this famous pasuk we all sing it so many times on Yom Kippur. Kivayom azad, this day yechaper aleichem, he will atone for you. Latarashem to purify you mikol chatzim from all your sins. Lefnei Hashem tar, you will be uh, cleansed. You will be purified in front of Hashem. And the Kohenim all and the people in the Azara. So you see, there were many people in the Azara, not just the Kohenim. Shomim. This is all familiar to us from the Avodah of Yom Kippur. It's, this is the source from this Mishnah. Shahoyu from the Shnais. Shahoyu Shomim. They heard Shem first. They heard the explicit Shem Vashem. Shayosim Pikon Godel. When he said Hashem's name, Hayukorim. They kneeled and bowed down, and they prostrated themselves on the on the ground. The faces around the Omen, they said, Baruch Shem for Mosolom Boyad, as we've learned many times. In the basement, they didn't say Amen, they said, Baruch Shem for Mosolom Boyad, may Hashem's name, the name of the, the honored name of his kingdom, uh, be blessed forever and ever. Then they turned over the coin Godel. Now, after he, uh, after he did the Vidui on the Sarmash Talech, he turned it over to the, uh, what they call, the Pasuk says, Laish Iti, to the appointed man. Uh, who was going to take it out to the tzuk, to the cliff. Um, who, was a, who could take him out? Uh, it wasn't Avoda in the Azara, but yet we'll see. Anybody could take him out. Any Jew could have taken out the Sarlazazel and gone the long distance to the cliff outside Yerushalayim and thrown him off the, off the mountain. But the Kohenim kept it for themselves. <laughs> they, uh, made it, they made it like a permanent uh, job for the Kohenim. And they didn't allow the regular Jews to take it. They said this is still part of the Avodah. Technically it wasn't. 
because it was outside the base outside the base of Migdor, so it could have been done by anybody, but the Kornim kept it for themselves. Amr Yossi, Maisa, there was a story of Olicho, Arsula Mitsipori, as the Girsa. There was a man by the name of Arsula from the from the town of Sipori in northern Israel, and he was the one who took it up. In other words, you see that even though the Kornim generally kept it for themselves, it's mutter to be done by a regular Jew, and they uh, there was a story like that where he was some chosh of a guy, this guy Arsula, um, hope he didn't pay for it, but uh, he got the privilege and he was one who schlepped it out. The Kevish Asulo, and when they when they took it out, um, when they took it out from uh, the the Ishiti, when he took it out uh, towards the Tzuk Eitan, the, towards the the, the Tzuk, they um, he. Um, they made like a ramp or a causeway, kevish, like a ramp. Also, though, they well, because of the Babylonians. Now we'll see the Gemara. It doesn't mean Babylonians. We'll see they were really Alexandrians. Presumably they were Jews, but um, you didn't want to speak badly about them. They were called the the Gemara. We'll see why they were called that. But they were other people. Shoyimatalshibasaro. They would pull in his hair. In other words, they say, "Get out of here quickly." What was the whole idea? That this is the this scapegoat. This goat that was sent away, this Sawyer, um, so to speak, carried the sins of the Jews, right? This, that by throwing him down, he that that uh, sacrifice and that manner atoned for all the sins of all the Jews. And therefore, they wanted it to be done quickly. So they would just grab the guy's hair and they would say, listen, schlep him out quickly. And they say, Tool, take him and say, get out of here because he's carrying our sins. We want our sins to be atoned for, whitened immediately. Tool would say, they would yell at him. So they had to make this causeway sort of like a protection, you know, like when they take a guy out and they, you know, they have the, the police surround him or they make some special ramp for him or and put gates up, whatever. So here they made this ramp for him to go out and this led all the way out from uh, from uh, Yerushalayim, from the base of Mikdash, all the way out of Yerushalayim. There are various, uh, in this, in this uh, edition of the Kahati, there's various uh, illustrations of what it looked like, because the, the sawyer here the, is the dark goat here, the dark, the dark goat with the red ribbon around him, and uh, they would schlep him out, and this was uh, what it looked like. And um, I think in some of the editions, I don't know, I didn't see it here, I mean, it shows him that they're throwing him off the uh, gate, but uh, some places where they show an actual causeway, similar to what there was a causeway when they by the Paraduma. You remember they had a Paraduma there in Van Harzaisim, and there was this big ramp that led from one to the other. So <clears throat> he was standing out there, okay. And then, okay, we'll see more illustrations as we go on. Now the Gemara says like this: Wait a minute. When he did this uh, confession, the key, the 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 um, uh, the 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 vidui that he did the confession he didn't mention bnei aron am he said kapper no laamcho yisrael right he says uh, um, ono hashem right bnei yisrael the sin etc ono hashem chatu avav hashem v'necha amcho beis yisrael and then he says kapper no lachelam hashem shachatu avav hashem v'necha amcho beis yisrael doesn't mention the kohanim so v'ilu bnei aron am kroshecha he doesn't mention am kroshecha the kohanim the the holy, the holy uh, Shevet, the holy tribe, doesn't is not mentioned. Lokomer, Mantana, who is the author of this? Amr Nechemia, Amr Biyemer, the Lokavir doesn't go to the Rav Yudah. Amr Yeshlem Kapara B'Sam Shdaleach. The we had a machlokus before back on Samachalif, whether the Kohanim get their Kapara also from the Sam Shdaleach for the general Kapara, for for is the is the general Kapara that the Sam Shdaleach is that also for the Kohanim? Or the Kohanim only go, they get their kapar with the vidui of the coin on the par 
on his power, but not on not with the video of the Sar Mishdaleach. So Rabbi Yudah says everybody is in kosher. When it comes to Thomas Mikdash Vakatshev, okay, that it depends on particular kabbonos. But the vidui of the Sarmishlach applies to all the Jews, Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Shimon said no. Just like the Damasor is not with Nizam Chapal Yisrael, but Thomas Mikdash Vakatshev, Kach Damaparz Machapal Konim with Thomas Mikdash Vakatshev. And just like the vidui of Sarmishlach is not with Yisrael, the vidui of the power is Machapal for the Kohanim. So here he doesn't mention the Kohanim. So the Chor does not like Rabbi Yudah because Rabbi Yudah said that the Kohanim also get their kapar for all other Averis with the Sarmishlach. Even though this, we didn't mention the Kohanim specifically in the Vidui of the Sarmish but they're included in Amcha Beis Yisrael. They're still part of B'nai Yisrael. Yes, they are a separate tribe, and there are things that they do separately, but it could be included, when he says Amcha Beis Yisrael, it could include the Kohanim also. So therefore, you cannot tell from this Mishnah, from Washington, this Mishnah, well, either well, so I could be like a The sins are not specific to the Kohanim that we're talking about. That's right. That's right. Also, but the but the but the point is that the sins of the Thomas Mikdash Vakatshev were also not specific to the Kohanim, and yet they had different kaparos. Okay, so uh, either way, you can't prove it from this mission. Muslim mission. So they handed it over. When I say they, I really mean the Kohen Gadol who was doing all the avoda. Muslim mission. They handed it over to the one who was going to take the Sarmishleich outside of Yishlan. Tanarban. Pasuk says over there, Michael. What does the pasuk say? Uh, right, and send it out with this appointed man. Right, he was a set. He was appointed at that time. Like at, at that time, he was appointed. He was set. He was set up already the day before. He's going to be the guy who's going to take it out. Number one, ish ish a man it doesn't say kohen. So number one, you see, it could be done by a non kohen. Even though we said the kohen generally kept it for themselves, there were exceptions, like the case of Arsula from Tzipori. So ish et. What does that mean? Shame mezuman. He was appointed before. He was appointed before Mucha Machamayasma. The day before, he was already appointed. He's the guy who's going to take it out. Shemazuman. But Eti has other mashmals, also other uh, um, meanings here, other meanings. What does it mean? Eti, Vafil Bashabas. Rashi says, Eti, Beito, in its time of Modo, right? Beito of Modo, in its time and in its setting, right? In the right time and the right day. Ba'afilu b'Shabbos. Now, what's the chiddush in afilu b'Shabbos? We know Yom Kippur can come out on Shabbos. What's the chiddush in that afilu b'Shabbos? What are you teaching there? We'll see. Ba'afilu b'Tumah. Even if the man is tummy, even if the man's tummy, he can still come into the azara, take out the uh, animal, and go all the way out. So now the Gemara is going to analyze this. Ishlach shes azara. What do you mean? Pshita. Where does it say anything about a coin? Didn't say you have to have a coin over here. Why should? What, what, what would be your problem? Why would you think otherwise? So the Gemara says, the same It says, atone. Who does the atonement is usually done through the Kohen. You don't have to. Eti, Bafila B'Shabbos. What do you mean on Shabbos? Of course you can take him Shabbos. What, by the way, what, what is there would there be on Shabbos? Huh? Oh, Tchum Shabbos, that's only Rabbanan, Rashi says. Tchum Shabbos is Rabbanan. This is, this is a derise. So the Rabbanan made that thing later on. But over here, what's the problem? So we'll see. There was an issue of Tchum Shabbos for the others later on. But for the Ish Eti, he had no problem. He has the rice. The rice says he's got to take it all the way out outside to the mountain, uh, the, to the cliff, and take it out there. So what's the problem with Shabbos? More than Tchum Shabbos. Let's say the animal got sick. The animal won't walk. So he can put it on his back and carry it. He can carry it, even though he's Machal Shabbos. You can't carry it. So you carry it. You're allowed to do that. So the Gemara says, number one, command Lokar of Nasan. This doesn't like Rav Nasan. There's no way of carrying. 
a chayin, a live, uh, like, a, like a child or, or an animal, chayin el seyasatzma, you're allowed to care. People were making these things before, before modern times when there's uh, Arabs and all over places. People used to carry a child and say, chayin el seyasatzma on Shabbos. It's not an Isidoraisa because he, he can't, a, a dead weight is a dead weight. You're carrying the whole thing. But a, but a live weight, an animal or a person, so to speak, helps himself. He carries himself. So you're not really child, carrying him. Child carry can walk, correct? Because they, one that can't walk yet, right? Yeah. Because because if he couldn't walk, you would say he was more like a, the baby's like right. a dead weight. But if he could walk, so then he could you know move around himself too. Good. So that's what they used to say. We don't we don't go with that cooler today. But there were times when we followed that. So if Nussan says Chaynos says Asma. So again, what Israel's on Shabbos? He says Etsy's telling you even at all times, even on Shabbos. What's the Chiddush on Shabbos? What Israel are you doing? You're walking with the animal is not an Isra Doraisa. Uh-uh. So that's another come. We're going to come to that on Shabbos. So we're going to come to that in a minute. That's also going to be, your, your point is the next point in the Gemara. But first, we're just even saying, what's the point of saying even on Shabbos? What's the point of even say, of saying even on Shabbos? What is he? First, we're dealing, Michael, with what Isra is there on Shabbos? He's not carrying. Oh, if he's carrying, if the animal's sick. But if the animal's sick, it's still, uh, it, uh, I'm sorry, I got to the answer already. Uh, if the, yeah, if the animal was sick, then you're, you're carrying it. So the doesn't go like Rav because Rav Nassim says, Chai no so there's still no Isser. You're still not carrying. Whether the animal's sick or not sick, Chai no so therefore you're not carrying. What Isser, what do you say even on Shabbos? There's no Isser of Shabbos. What are you doing? You're walking with the animal, you're carrying the animal, Chai no if he's sick, or Rashi's gear says, Chola shiny. If he's sick, he can't carry himself. You see, uh, 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 if he's sick, he's like a baby that can't walk. He can't walk. So if he can't walk, it's not Chosan Asasma. So even according to Rav Nassim, it's generally Chai Nasasma. But if the animal is sick and can't walk, so then you're allowed to carry him. That's a Chiddush. Okay. Amarafram, but wait a minute. Now we come to Michael's question. Okay, so you see, Michal Shabbos. But it's Yom Kippur also. What's the Kiddush even on Shabbos? Yom Kippur is the same as Shabbos. There's a famous Shiloh, we had this elsewhere, in Shabbos also. Is there an Isser of carrying on Yom Kippur? The Isser of carrying is one of the 39 Melachas on Shabbos. But there's as far to say, Yom Kippur has all the other Melachas, but not, not, not carrying. Erev is just mentioned Agavorcha, because Erev is only Drabbanan. Erev, the rules of Erev are only, you shouldn't come to carry on Shabbos, from one Rishus to another, right? You can't carry, uh, you have to make an error between my backyard and your backyard, even though they're adjoining, so that we shouldn't come to carry from Rishus Rabbin to Rishus Yachar, or vice versa. Erev is only a Drabbanan because of Otsah. But what he's saying over here is, if there would be an Isser, if, if, the, if there would be an Isser of Otsah on Yom Kippur, like on Shabbos, right? So there's no Chiddush over here. Why do you say the field of Shabbos? Yom Kippur and Shabbos are the same thing. There's an Isra of Hotzah and Yom Kippur also, and yet the Torah says in this case he's allowed to, right? If it would be, if you'd be carrying over here. We said, is there carrying? Yes, it could be carrying if the animal got sick. Fine. If the animal got sick, there is carrying. And, and, and he's not no Seyasasmus, there is carrying. But E.T. tells me what, you know, he has to, even, uh, even Bemoa, this has to be done in its time, even if it involves an Isra of Shabbos. But why are you talking about Isra of Shabbos? There's an Isra of Yom Kippur there too. Even if Yom Kippur comes out on Wednesday, if, if there's a it's sort of carrying on Yom Kippur as, as well as on Shabbos, what are you telling me, even though, even, though it's, uh, even though it's Shabbos? What do you mean even though it's Shabbos? Yom Kippur is the same as Shabbos. Yom Kippur on Wednesday, carrying is the same. The Chiddush is no. Yom Kippur, there is no Isser of carrying on Yom Kippur. There's only, on Wednesday, there's no Isser of carrying of Yom Kippur. Not like we hold. We hold you can't carry, but, but the, the Svara is, there's a Machlokas, and according to the Svara, that there is no Isser of carrying on Yom Kippur. 
So what's what's the chiddush of et? Uh, you know what? Even if it comes out, even if it comes out on Shabbos, you could still carry. That's the point of the of et. Et number one, it doesn't have to be a coin. Number two, the mod over mano, like et. It's, it comes from the word time. That even on Shabbos, it's got to be done. Even even though there's an issue of Shabbos of carrying, which may not be on Yom Kippur, there's no issue of carrying on Yom Kippur, right? Of, of uh, taking hotzam or shus l'shus. But uh, but uh, there is on Shabbos, and you're allowed to it because the part that we learned from the word et that even if it comes out on Shabbos, you can carry. Amaravim says irvetzal Shabbos, then irvetzal Yom Kippur. That's one chiddush of this. Another thing, et vafilu betuma. Et means it's got to be done in its time. Like we said, many carbonos have to be done even on Shabbos. Like carbon sibur has to be done in sibur. Uh, has to be done even on Shabbos, even betuma. Here also, it's got to be done in its time. It's as if it says bemoado, even if he's tummy. The mayach. So what's the chiddush in that? Let's say this ET got became Tomei. Still, Nichnas Tomei Lazar, he can come into Lazar, and he can send it out. In other words, that's the point of ET, like, it's got to be done on time, even if it involves an issue of carrying on Shabbos, and even if it involves uh, an issue of carrying on Shabbos, where there's no issue on Yom Kippur. If you hold, there's no issue of carrying on Yom Kippur, but there is if it comes out on Shabbos, and even if the man was Tomei. Well, why not just. You get somebody else because he had to be prepared the day before. Et Mielsa, the, the main translation of Et is is that it's he's appointed for this, right? He says Muzuman. If you look in the Unculus on Et, he was prepared for this. He had to be assigned the day before. That's part of the procedure. He had to be assigned the day before. You can't change it unless he died or something. But you can't change it, even if he's coming. You go ahead and do it. You could say, huh? Yeah, you could say you could say uh, like Kutcher but Seabor and so I get pardon. Kind of he, he had to be. He had to get ready. He had to get ready. Make sure he had a good meal. Make sure he was feeling. You know, take care of him. That's all. Just prepare. Get ready for that. Um, a sick animal that can't walk is mm-hmm. kosher for a Yes. It, it, yeah. Well. It, yes. Yes. Uh, sick animal that can't walk is kosher for eating. Also. Now, is that a mum? Is that a per mum? If he's thing. not. If he's not. not first of all. First of all, it's not a carbon. Well, no, let's well, let's it assume a it is a carbon no, in a way. You have two of them, no, no, so no, no. right, right. They have to live there. But this animal got sick. This one got a stomach virus right after you know after, after he, he he overheard what's going to happen to him, <laughs> so he got a little bit upset. Now um, he doesn't. We're talking about he has a, a mum. Doesn't have a mum. We talked the other day. If he has a mum, it's not. All right. So so um, number one, it doesn't have a mum. And it could just be temporarily weak. It could be a, a, even if it's a mum over or whatever. So it's not it's not a, a mum. And you find many times it's just that animals like they would in, in you know in the old in the old shtetl when the animal got sick they shechted it before it died right to make sure but it can't be a trefa it can't be mortally wounded but it's uh, you know it's still healthy enough for that but here is too weak to walk that's all all right Mishalcho this is the one who sent it away the they asked the story here, they asked Rebbe Lezer. We're going to see Rebbe Lezer, uh, sort of speak, evaded a lot of these questions. Um, and, um, and not because he didn't know the answer, but because he didn't answer something unless he had heard the answer specifically. He was talking by his Rebbe. So, Let's say the animal got sick. Can you carry the animal on your shoulders? That's the answer to that question we just said. You could do that, right? We, that's what I just said. That's what he said. That even if Mechal Shabbos by having to carry him. So they asked him that question. What are you worried about? This animal is so strong, he can carry me and you. You know, like, like he just evaded. He didn't answer the question. He evaded. The, he seemed to evade the question. Uh, 
Let's say the one who's supposed to take him out, and he was appointed for that, and he got sick. Can you use somebody else? Can you use somebody else now, right? You're supposed to be appointed, but what happens? He got sick. Me and you are in peace. We're in good shape. Nothing to worry about. You didn't answer him. Come, Malachem, what are you asking questions? This law and evil attendance. We don't have to send him out. It's not our problem. Let's say he pushed him off the cliff. Let's say, Velomes, they pushed him off the cliff. Somehow he didn't roll all the way down the cliff and fall apart, as we'll see. But uh, he landed on a landing over there on the way down, and he didn't die. Are you supposed to go down and kill him? Amrlehem, can Yogdu Hashem? So shall all your enemies, God, all your enemies shall perish. Didn't answer the question. Bechom gave him an answer. Bechom say, Except you can you can carry him on your shoulders. If the person was sending him away, got sick, you could use somebody else because he got sick. There's nothing you could do. If you pushed him off the cliff and he didn't die, you go on because he has to kill him. Shalos or Blazer. They asked other questions. So that's what happened in questions relating to our parsha. They asked Rebelezer other questions also that he wouldn't answer. Shalos or Blazer, Ploni is this particular person, what is, is he gonna have a share in the next world? Now the way we have it is they said, Ploni Malolam above, and it's not clear who the Ploni is. Was it just some guy? Alorim Echad Shalu, Mamai said, is this guy Roy? Some say that the question was asked on Shlomo HaMelech, right, Malolam above. Amalei, Lo Shaltuni Al Ploni, you're only asking about, about him. why aren't you asking me about somebody else? And Rashi says, Al Ploni, Shema Al Shalom. maybe you're asking me about Shalom. in other words, he, asked, he answered every question with another question, like, what are you asking me about that? Why don't you ask me about Avshalom? Or another question that's raised, that brings down over here, and here's there's the, the gears of the Bach, goes through a whole long thing. Um, Can you save the lamb from the lion? Takes out the word roa over here. You're only asking me about the gifts of Maulahatsal Rovanari. What about saving the shepherd from the lion? Right? so you know, Amalam Loshaltuni Elalakifsa. Right? So he said, Don't ask me about the gifts. You're asking me Maulahatsil uh Maulahatsil Kifsa Minari. He says, Why are you asking me only about the lamb? So they asked, Maulahatsal Roa. They asked him back, Maulahatsal Rovanari, what about saving the shepherd from them? Amalam Loshotuni Elalro. Why are you asking only about the Roa? Ma, he just he just answered he evaded the questions because he didn't want to answer something that he even though he knew the Allah, he didn't want to answer something that he didn't hear specifically directly from his rebbe. Mamzer Leirish, can a mamzer inherit? Mamzer couldn't inherit, right? So he, that's what they asked him. So he answered back, Maoliyabim, can he perform yibum? If you remember, uh, what is a uh, yibum? Yibum is where one brother died, was married and died with no children, and his brother for some reason was a mamzer. Married, whatever it was, his brother, but it was they were had the same father, so he asked them back. Mal, another question asked Mal Lasa is Beso. Bisman said, when you must have a Chorban Bais, are you allowed to whitewash or plaster your house? Uh, is it, uh, it does it go against the concept of that uh, we're worried about, you know, that of Zechel uh, Lechorban? So he answered him back, Mal Lasa is covered. What about can you whitewash or put uh, put plaster on a person's cover? Not because he was just trying to divert them to draw their attention away from the questions. He never said something that he didn't hear specifically from his rabbi. Now, you say, how isn't that you're going a little bit to an extreme? But you see all the machlokas that came up over the years because there were 
people forgot, right? When Robin came from Eretz Yisrael, he said this name of Yochum. When Vimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said the opposite the name of Yochum because things weren't always clear, and therefore he was very particular about repeating only something that he heard specifically. In those cases, he both are saying that they heard it specifically. That's right, exactly. And it's still machlok. And still machlok, that's right. Mm-hmm. A wise woman asked for blezer, since all the Jews who had worshipped the Egel Azov, they all performed the same sin, so why, did, why were there different punishments involved? Okay, what were the different punishments? So Rashi points out, that some died Misa Sayef with the sword, because that was before Matan Torah, or just the time of Torah, we hadn't specified, the, the Torah had not given us yet the four um, different kinds of Misa's best, and Ski was Sreif, Herig, and Chenek, and everybody therefore was killed in the same way that Enoch were killed with Zuzhuash by the sword. So one is the sword, right, that's um, Herig, they were all killed some that way. Simu you know, go out and kill the Bnei or go out and kill everybody with the with the sword. There was also Mises Magefa. Some died by by a plague, because of Aigo Hashem and some died by uh, by Hadrokun, which was like a, a stomach um, a stomach disease that was uh, when Moshe gave them to drink from a water that was uh, had inserted with it golden dust, sort of like a sota. Rashi says like sotas, that, that their stomachs would fall apart. But the point is there were three different kinds of deaths meted out. One was so, by the sword, one was by a plague from Hashem, and one was by Moshe giving him to drink. So why, if they all committed the same, they all worship of Zara, the Egel Azov, why were their Mises not different? Amrlai said, Ein Okay, women's job is to do the sewing, you know, you stay up do the sewing, that's the, they, had a, they, they knew how to do it, it was a special... Uh, trade, it was a, as an art of sewing, he says uh, he didn't want to answer her directly. So um, this is also Chacham uh, Rebbe he didn't want to answer directly. So he said, you know, women should be involved in sewing and weaving, etc. That's what Pasuk said. A woman who was capable, smart, and, and talented, and mechushar, uh, so she should be involved in spinning uh, the stuff, the, all the uh, various um, uh, curtains, etc., for the base of Mikdash. Itmar. So, what's the real, what is the real reason, though? Itmar, Rava, Levi, Chadomar. I'll tell you why were the three different punishments meted out for Egelazov. One said, if he slaughtered animals to the Avodazara or he brought incense, that's Besayef. That's That was the most severe, and that's killed by you know, people, like the Besan meted out by uh, by the sword. Gofak if he embraced and kissed the Egelazov, the Misa, that's Misa Bidei Shemayim, meaning that was the Magefa. Right, the, uh, I guess over here is, I can't see it. Letters are too small. Yeah, Magefa, yeah. Okay, that's Magefa. Misa, some don't have the words Misa, but it's, it's Magefa, which is the same Misa Bidei Shemayim. Samach uh, Bilvavo, if he was just happy with the Egelazov, that Badrogan, that had the easiest one, which is like drinking the... Uh, the the mesota he died that way. Bechadomer, well, so one said the reason is it depends how severe the sin was. Did he actually slaughter, offer incense? Did he just hug the animal? Or was he just happy about it? Chad said no. Edemas raw, very good. If there's edemas raw, then you kill Mises best, then Besson can kill with a sword. If there were witnesses and warning, Edem blows raw. If there were witnesses, but there was no warning, you couldn't kill him. You couldn't kill him. The day out with a Besson. So the Misa, that was the Misa or the Lobedimos, if there were no Adam and there was no Hasra, then Hashem killed him by Drogon. 
I mean, as Moshe gave him to drink, but it was miraculous the way in which the way in which they died. Amar Rav Yehuda, Shifter Shalegel Ovad Avodas They did not worship the Egel Azav at all. Shnei the pasuk says, Vayamad Moshe Bishar Hamachne. He stood at the gate of the of the camp, and what did it say there? The Ches brings down the uh, the rest of the pasuk. It says, Vayomer Mila Shem Eloi. Right, whoever is to God, come to me. Vayaswe love Kol Bnei Levi. All Bnei Levi. Rashi, the third of the wide line, says, Kol Bnei Levi, Shekulam Bechlalzeh. All the Levim were there. So therefore, Rebuta says, or some have the difference, it wasn't Rebuta, it was Rebuta Meshmuel, said that all the Bnei Levi did not sin, because it says, Vayom Hashem Eloi, Vayaswe love Kol Bnei Levi. None of them sinned. Yasu Ravina, Ravina said, Vekom Elah and repeated this over, that Rebuta Meshmuel says that the Levim did not sin. Eisvei, Bnei Repapa, Bnei the sons of Rapapa Barabba asked this question to Ravina. How can you say that none of the Levium sinned with the Egel Azov? Puzzik says, in my lady says, Ha'omer, he said, I didn't see them, right? Meaning, he says, he didn't, he didn't look at them. He didn't look at relatives. He, he fulfilled the wishes and the tzivoy of Moshe Rabbeinu to kill all the people who did the Avodah Zorah, the Egel Azov. And he didn't look. I mean, he didn't look whether it was his father or mother or brothers. Omer love it, believe no. Lo receive v'esachav, lo ikir right v'esbanav lo lo yada right. So it refers to all his family members. And he says, I don't know them. I'm just I'm following the rules. So the Gemara says, the, no. The, really, the truth is none of none. Nobody was a lady. Actually, was actually lady sinned. What happened was when it says aviv is avi imam Yisrael, his maternal grandfather. His, when he says Ava means his maternal grandfather, who was he, he was a Levi, right? The Levim were the ones who carried out the punishment this, with the sword. He says, you know what? When it says when it says that uh, I he didn't he knows he, he gave no uh, no leeway, no leniency to family members, right? What does it refer to? It, and it sounds like family members who were Levim because they also sin. No, the ones that sin was his maternal grandfather was Israel. Echav is uh, Echav Miimo. Mi Yisrael. Again, his brothers who were half-brothers, who were Yisraelim. They were only brothers from the mother's side. Banav b'nei bitam Yisrael. His grandchildren, who his son-in-law was Yisrael, so his grandchildren Yisrael. But, uh, but in fact, anybody who was an actual levy did not sin and, and, and took part in the, uh, the killing that Moshe, uh, that Moshe had sanctioned for all the people who had did Nebuchadnezzar. He, they killed them, and all the Levi did not sin, and they killed, and they paid no attention to family members, but the family members we're speaking about were not Levium, they were Yisraelim, who were uh, maternal grandfather, or uh, brothers from the mother's side only, or grandchildren who were not uh, Levium. The Kevish Eslam, he said they made a ramp or a causeway going uh, from there, all the way out to Yushalayim. Amar Rababar of Chana, Lobavlaim says, why so that the Babylonians should not pull on the hair Pull on the uh, the guy's hair and say, "Hurry up!" It wasn't actually Babylonians. Alexander were Alexandrians, and we talked to son of Babylon. But since the Yushalmis hated the Babylonians so much, it's like somebody says, you know, uh, they hate the Nazis, so you're you're they're Nazis. You know, you hate so you hate Nazis, so you call everybody a Nazi uh, because you hate them. So you hate the Babylonians, they call them Babylonians. He said the same thing. Alexander, how you? whose family came, Rebbe says. May your mind be at ease, because you put me at ease. In other words, because I didn't want to hear a curse about the, uh, the the Babylonians were these bad guys who pulled on the hair. What and they they didn't do nice things. 
I'm glad that you said that they're really Alexandrians and you don't, uh, you're not, uh, you're not, you don't say a bad word about Babylonians because I too am a Babylonian. Tulbet say, Tana, why are you leaving this, uh, what they says, what, what is this, uh, sorry, what is this goat doing here? And the, and the obligations, meaning the sins of the, of, the, of the generation of us, of the Jews, are so many. And this animal, which as soon as it goes out, our sins are, are forgiven. Get him out of here quickly. You know, that's the idea. That's what they told him. Like, what is the, what is the sorry doing around here? Get it, move, move. Let's get out of here so we can get our atonement and be done with it. Now, when they took him out, from the noble ones of Yerushalayim, they took him to the first sukkah. What do you mean the first sukkah? It was, it was a long distance from Yerushalayim out of town until they got to the mountain there. As we'll see, it was like 12 miles. So they had 10 huts set up from one to one another, and, the, and these uh, noblemen of Yerushalayim would accompany this man Ad uh, until the first sukkah, till the first hut. Esther sukkahs from Yerushalayim, bad sukkah. There were ten sukkahs from Yerushalayim until the sukkah, until that. Tishim ris, uh, tishim ris, there were ni- a total of 90 ris, that was the distance. Shiva masli l'chol mil, seven and a half ris for every mile, so there was a total of 12 miles here from Yerushalayim until the cliff. Now there were ten huts in 12 miles. Each mile, I'll call each 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 hut was a mile away from the other. The mile is the equivalent of Tum Shabbos, the two thousand Amos. Rashi goes to Arichas that said that the others or Belazar Kalir brings down a different cheshbon, but the Pasha Pshatas there were twelve miles, a mile being equal to the two thousand Amos Tum. Now we said before Michael Midaraisa he was allowed to take him out there, right? Even if he had to carry him, even on Shabbos, even with Tame, all part of it. But the people who accompanied him, that's not the Araisa, so they couldn't be over on Tum Shabbos. So what happened? So they, the noblemen accompanied him to the first hut, meaning they went to the first uh, mile. They went a mile. Now, if you have, what happens is, is if you have 10 huts and 12 miles and they're a mile apart, so that only takes you, that only accounts for 11 miles. In other words, you go to the first hut, that's one mile, right? Then you go to the 10th hut, you've gone 10 miles. And then from there to the tzuk, one more mile would be allowed as far as you can go with the Tum Shabbos. There were different people waited in each hut, let's say, and they took them a mile. But the distance, if it was 12 miles till the, till the mountain, uh, till the cliff, the last from the last hut was two miles to the cliff. So they couldn't, they couldn't go all the way with him. So that's what we're going to see now. I'll call sukkah of a sukkah on, at every hut. Om they said, hare mazan vare mayim. They stayed in those huts from the, presumably before, before Yom Kippur started. And they were resident there. And as he got to each hut, he was allowed to go to each hut. And, and they accompanied from each hut till the next hut. And they said, would you like something to eat? You know, you're pretty tired if you, if you need to eat something. I know, right, he wasn't allowed to, but, 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 but he had to fulfill this. If he couldn't, if he wasn't able, if he was too weak to keep on going and he had no choice, he would have been allowed to. It never happened that he had to. We'll see the Gemara, he never, they never had to eat, but they offered him. And Rashi says, He wasn't really supposed to eat. And if he had to, if he was so hungry, if he was sick and he couldn't carry on, maybe he would have allowed to. But the idea is that he had food there. Because if you know you had food, you're not so hungry. If you don't have anything, you say, oh, I'm going to die, I don't have another food. He had food there. That's, they offered it to him. He didn't eat. They took him from sukkah to sukkah. Presumably different people, right? Uh, they w- went from one sukkah to the other, but you couldn't go past one sukkah. You can only go to Shabbos for everybody else. They couldn't get to the tzuk, as we said, they'd stand further away. Why? Because as we said, 
there were 12 miles with only 10 huts. Why 10 huts? Why didn't they make 11 huts? But whatever they did, that was the, that was the yeah, 10 huts. Tomorrow we'll talk about this more. And the 10 huts took them to the 10 mile mark. And from the 10 mile mark, they could accompany him to 11 mile mark. There was no hut there and they had to stop. He went on because he had to go all the way to the cliff. And they stopped, him at, they stopped at 11 mile mark, meaning one mile from the last hut. And they saw him from there. Mayo, so what did he do? So they, he, the the, the, the uh, crimson, the crimson um, ribbon that was tied around the animal's head, he split that into two. Chetzev kosher basella, half they tied to a rock there, but chetzev kosher ben shnei right? They wouldn't, they, they, why did they do that? The, the ribbon was supposed to turn white as a sign when they had atonement. But if they left the whole thing on the animal, maybe the animal would be going, would be going head over heels all the way down and you wouldn't see it. Maybe you wouldn't see the ribbon. So they wanted to leave half of it on the rock. We'll see why, why didn't they leave the whole thing on the rock, because maybe it would turn white right away, and then they wouldn't, they wouldn't fulfill it and throw the animal all the way down, even though we said that there's kapara even if he didn't, right? They're really done. If the animal died or something, then you wouldn't have to get another animal there. If it was all done, you're on the way to the cliff, and the animal died, that's not an ark of the kapara. Okay, with the kapara is with the vidui. In any case, uh, and he pushed in backwards, head over heels. Uh, so here, uh, just to... Um, Let's see, I saw, uh, yeah, here's a picture of the ECT standing here, an illustration, standing here next to the cliff. Got to be careful here, he's standing a little bit too close. And he pushed him backwards, head over heel, uh, he pushed him all the way down, backwards. Um, and the animal rolled all the way down. He didn't even get halfway down. In other words, unless he got stuck, that we asked what animal he got stuck in, he didn't die. You got to go out and kill him. But basically, it was a sheer, it was a, a sheer cliff that was you know straight down. So halfway down, the animal was already broken up into pieces. And now the the ishiti, he was done now, right? Now it's late in the afternoon or afternoon from Kippur. What does he do? He comes back and he sits in the last sukkah, even though he's done and he really shouldn't be able to walk two miles back. You, right? You're allowed to go to Chumshav, so you're not allowed back. Bab Yashatach until it gets dark. Why? Because we're concerned he's out there in the dark by himself and therefore they are matrim to do it, even though it's not something you would normally allow. He went outside the Tchum. He was only allowed to go to the 11 mile mark, right? Through this, he went much further. As soon as he left Yerushalayim and he went one mile out, he was past his chum. Right? So, uh, he's only allowed a thousand amas from the place that he's gone there, even if he's gone up Bishus. He's very afflicted, he's weak. He's afraid to stand there out in the, in the dark wilderness the time that he gets dark, so he's they have more matrim to come back into the sukkah. The Pasik says, and the person who cook him has to wash his clothes, when he's become tame. When he's become let's say he couldn't complete the task, when he goes tame, immediately when he left Rishalayim, or only when he pushed the animal off the cliff. So the Tanakama says, Mishiatzachutz the Khamas Shalim, as soon as he left as soon as he left Rishalayim, his got him or tame from that point on. The time that he pushes him off the cliff, the halach is like the Tanakam, as soon as he pushes him off, as soon as he left Rishalayim, he is um, his uh, his 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 begadim or tamei. As soon as he as soon as he took the animal out of Yerushalayim, he has to wash his hands. All right, here's a diagram. If you're looking in the in the illustration book, as we get near the end of the masech, the number. So today we had 144, which is uh, when he does the vidui, 
and then 145 on page 65 shows the uh, this Ishiti here is wearing green for some reason uh, as he's about to push him off the cliff. Different diagrams of that. Uh, tomorrow's Gemara uh, also when Daf Samach Zion also has uh, some illustrations. Uh, necessarily, you can you can look them up before you don't have to necessarily schlep the book here. Uh, illustrations of the continuing uh, procedures that they that the Kohen did. All right, we'll pick it up from there tomorrow. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have a good day, everybody. Culture. Well, he could, he could wear green if he wasn't a Kohen. He wasn't a Kohen, correct? Even though we said he.